Now, can I persuade you to join us for a drink? All right, but nothing too strong. Okay. Hello! Welcome to 3.2 Company, a podcast about Star Wars X-Wing and technical difficulties, apparently. Hey, everybody. I'm Scott. (laughs) I'm your host, drinking some beer here in Salt Lake. Uh, Today, however, I'm not drinking that weak 3.2 crap. I have some rogue, hazelutely chuck tabulous. God damn it. doesn't get easier any number of times. That's the second that. time. It was so hard. Yeah. It's 5.7 beer, so Mike can be proud of me. Yep. Speaking of, Mike, how are you today? Uh, I'm good. It's a little cold out here in the garage, recording uh, away from baby Kylo, and it's starting to get spidery in the winter, which I'm not a super big fan of, but that's okay. Spidery I'm, uh, is a verb. I'm until Wild uh, Session Simcoe Ale today. Uh, what's the percent on that one? It's a 3-2, but it's my last one. I'm uh, shifting gears to a Hop Rising double IPA after this. So. Nice. Okay, cool. Uh, also joining us today, Brody. Hey, Brody, how are you? Hey, it's Brody. I'm drinking a Uinta 801 Pilsner, number two. Oh, fuck. And it... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> We thought it wasn't going to spill that time, uh, and you, it totally it did. It spooged a bit. Um. <laughs> Stu knows about spooging a bit. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Hey, I'm Stu. I'm drinking a nitro red ale from Squatters. That was a this is our second attempt, <laughs> listeners. Uh, this we're is getting... better than the last one. <laughs> I know. That's the sad part. They didn't need to know that. <laughs> they do. No, know. they do. They really do. Um, do we tell them about how we fix a smoke alarm with a <laughs> butter knife lashed to a microphone recording pole? Mike Dearden will appreciate knowing that. Uh, he he tried to like parkour to fix my smoke alarm. It's tater. Um, hey, I'm drinking a full suspension uh, pale ale from Squatters Brewery. Great, and of course our special guest who's had to sit through these fun nonsense. It's uh, Ryan Farmer from Minoc. Hey, Ryan. Nonsense. Hello, Ryan. Hello. Yes, there yes. you are. All right. <laughs> How are you doing, and what are you I drinking today? I was through a, a sip of my yingling, Ooh. and I didn't realize I wasn't ready to be called on by oh, the teacher. Yeah, drink of those yinglings. <laughs> Got the teacher. Oh, yeah. God. 4.4%. Yeah, that's that's, what that is. that's all right. 4.4, that'll get you there. It's a uh, standard. Yeah, the old, the old reliable East Coast beer. Actually, oldest brewery in the country, so. Really? Oh, yep. Oh, yeah. No, that's cool. It's good for beer pong. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, we're just going to run through some of the more normal kind of questions that we'll get into. But, hey, so do you want to just give a quick plug on Minox Squadron and how it all got started for you? Well, so, man, when I first started X-Wing, it was like... I, can't, I started right when the uh, Dash and the Decimator came out, and I didn't know what I was doing at all. Like, literally, I got bamboozled in a game store into buying over $100 worth of ships. So there's yeah. really good salesmen there. Nice. And um, I went to, like, a local store, and D and Dallas were there just playing, and I didn't even know who they were. And I played a couple pickup games with them and got murked. And little did I know that, you know, going to tournaments later on, that that was like the Dallas Parker, like the guy I watched <laughs> videos of on the internet. I was like, I was starstruck after I like found that. I was like, oh my god, I just got my butt kicked by this guy. This is crazy. 
And Minoc was something that D had created so that um, people in SoCal who were competitive players could theorycraft. And then eventually I came to him and was like, I want to do a podcast. And this was two-ish years ago. And he's like, okay. And we just thought we were going to be like a shitty podcast that no one would listen to, which we were for a while. Then out of nowhere, we weren't. And we actually had some people listen to us. And so now we're just a shitty podcast that a lot of people listen to. That's there is the hope for our future. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, man. Yes. <laughs> you guys are great. You guys are awesome. I just finished your uh, your last week's uh, Camogula episode, or however you guys were pronouncing it. <laughs> uh, I, I think the Quesadilla. The Quesadilla sounds delicious. Yeah. You, you guys are approaching episode 200, or not two, but episode 100, right? In a couple weeks? We are. six. Uh, we're six episodes away from episode 100, so... It's a, uh, it's crazy. We never. I mean, I didn't think we would ever get that far. Even in the middle of podcasts, I don't think we're going to finish most of the time. <laughs> Halfway it's through, you guys just get done. Us. Oh no, it's not you. Trust me, it's it's really not. Um, it, it's also good to be on right now because I can actually like drink a little bit. Actually, that's not true because I was drinking wine on our most recent podcast that comes out. Ooh. That you is already out. Like I was halfway through a bottle of wine when we started that one with Chambly. So. Oh man, I don't think we've had a, had wine on an episode yet. We need to get on that. Yeah, by the end of that podcast, make... I had finished a full bottle of Chardonnay that I don't even know why I was drinking it. Do they make 3.2 Chardonnay? <laughs> God damn it. If they don't, they should. We could have 3.2 Chardonnay bottles. Word. Yeah, that that nice. See, you're thinking too fancy. I was going to suggest we go down to the liquor store and get us some box wine. So we were going to have 3.2 boxes of wine? Yeah. Nice. Yes. Well, D was telling me that, that back in the day, like something you did was you got boxed wine, like really bad boxed wine, and you mixed it with Kool Aid, and that's just how you got drunk because oh, the Kool Aid helps cover up the taste of the God wine. Damn. My and friend also, likes to make what he calls a wineka, which is boxed wine and vodka. Ugh. It's mostly you walking around a party with a wine glass, and he pours vodka in it. But that's fucking terrible. <laughs> One way street to a good time. You can also do a Cali Mocho and put Coke in your your red wine. It's pretty good. Really? Hmm. Like cocaine? Or yeah, either. Or. <laughs> there, okay. there really isn't a specific distinction. <laughs> you could even do both. I don't see why not. It's a double coke. It makes us feel better that you have some of the same challenges of recording a podcast. Uh, but Minoc is one of the bigger X-Wing communities out there. Um are there any like unique challenges to managing? Like you've got a massive Facebook page, or uh, I think you guys have a really big like local Minox squadron, right? We do, yeah. There we have, um, man, in our standard Minox you know, squadron Facebook group. I think it's let me double check. We're forty-eight members strong in that. So we have you know a solid collection of people, not just in SoCal. We, they're scattered around the country too. That we consider kind of part of our our group that we stick in like theory craft with. And, you know, it's good when you have someone in the meta be like, Hey, should I be flying, you know, rack with Vader? And they'll be like, I mean, maybe on the surface, but you'll get dumpstered by four Wookiees, which is actually good. And we go, ah, four Wookiees. Okay. And, you know, you have Skype calls and spreadsheets. It's the same thing. Nova guys do, except we're better. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. Wait, so, that's a good thing to get into, like, how your meta is. Four Wookiees is big where you are? No. Uh, well, oh, okay. not exactly. It's 
if it's not, it should be. It, it's it's kind of hard to talk about like right after the fact. We're actually having some issues in our local, in, at least in Los Angeles area, with a, a serious drop in people uh, people playing. And I don't know if that's countrywide. I've been trying to talk to everyone around to see if the numbers are dropping. We used to have like over 30 people at our local league night, and last week we had four. And it's just Oof. like really depressing when the meta when it like drops that heavily. But hopefully, you know, regional season we see a bit of a spike. But in terms of the meta after the FAQ, it's hard to decide what people will perceive will be really great and what actually is great based on what is available. And I think the crates just said it on their most recent, you know, shit show um, that three Wookiees or four Wookiees is just really, really, really efficient. And because they're small base, you're not subject to those half point rules. And, you know, if you're not sure what to fly, that or four aggressors competitively may not be the most fun thing, but it might be the easiest just to the highest floor, I should say. Right. Yeah, we we just had a triple Wookiee list win uh, a big tournament. We had out here a 40 something person Intermountain Cup. Dude went undefeated with them. And uh, I think it caught a lot of people by surprise that day. They're great. Yeah, those yeah. 180 arcs, it's, they're basically turrets. Those 180 arcs don't exist. Those aren't really, it's not really flying an arc ship. Like, and that reinforced action is just bonkers. Like, it takes, like, it takes so long to just trim one of them down if you have, like, a ton of ships. They, it's just so good. And especially the 3-1 that can, ha- I think all of them have tactician in the standard build. I'm not sure if that's what he was flying. He had, um, he had tactician. Expertise. On an expertise, and they all had breach specialists, but one of them had C3PO instead of tactician. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, you can play around a little more with the three build. With the four, it's just uh, commandos, and that's it. But the commandos for their price for the four Wookiee is so solid. Like you're getting really decent dice efficiency there on you know on offense. And I just when it comes down to it, like because the way the point ruling is uh, half points on just large base ships, it's going to really deter people from running something like four quad jumpers. With, oh, it's not quad jumpers. Yeah. Four, that sounds jumps. great. Sounds four fucking amazing. With trick shot. I welcome um, a quad jumper overlords. <laughs> so uh, four jump masters of trick shot, something D has been messing with a little bit and it is a really, really good squad. Like if you, ha- if you own four jump masters, which I'm not sure. Sorry, buddy. Does. I hear it's you can like, get jump masters on the cheap on the secondary market now. It's so. true, yeah. And four with trick shot is so good. Um, it's just uh, D calls it the updated Rebel Convoy, like, <laughs> Rebel Convoy in its final form because it controls so much space on the board. It's yeah. bonkers. And as we'll talk probably later today, you'll even be able to slap a zero point crew on it pretty soon. Well. Oh, yeah, it still has its crew slots, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was the only slot that it didn't lose. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, in terms of what our local meta looks like, we see a little, we see a lot of, like, a lot of everything. Like, I know um, Imperial Alpha, we've seen some of that. But we, it's really interesting because we have one player down here. His name's Connor Hawley, and he is the best, one of the best, like, jank players, like, ever. He is really good at finding interactions that just kind of may not be, you know, A or S tier, but they're, like, B plus and almost A because he's so such a good pilot. He was running a stress hog with a U-wing that had um, Boshek on it so that he could K-turn his stress hog. <laughs> Ooh, that's <laughs> pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty great. 
yeah, Mike just and came. He, with run, it. he said if you needed to run it cheaper, you could just put Boshek on like a TLT Hawk. Yeah. At our the guy that won our campaign against cancer, he was running Leia crew on a ghost so that he could K turn his stress hog. That sounds slightly more inefficient, but same idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. awesome. But, yeah. I mean, Hilarious. it was campaign <laughs> yes. against cancer, so everybody can bring whatever garbage they want and do pretty well. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Leia crew. Oh my god, I, don't, I wouldn't even fly Leia crew if she was zero. I mean, actually, if she was zero, I would consider it. But man. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I, our, the SoCal meta is it's interesting, and it's really great to talk to you guys from across the country and see what everyone else is flying because. You know, sometimes you get places in the world. Even we talk to guys in Poland, which you know, Rebel Operative is like the meta over there, and it's like, what's even happening? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the PS2 Hawk, right? Yeah, yeah. They, so they were flying. Um, I believe it was Ego Mark III or Rebel. No, no, no. It was Fairship Rebel, but they just take out Bigs and put a Rebel Operative with Chewbacca in there. Huh. It's like they were ready. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they were. They were ahead of the curve. The, the, Polish players are so good. And so, you know, you've got a Rebel Hawk with Chewbacca and Pulse Ray shielding, and that thing is a motherfucker to kill. Damn it. Well, stealing that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Our local scene has seen, I don't know, a a drop in players, I think, the past few months. But I don't know if it's as drastic as, like, 30 people down to four. Although, I'm guilty of that. I don't go out as much as I used to, thanks to baby Kylo. What do you guys who still go to demolition on wednesday's thing yeah i mean we play starfinder on wednesdays (laughs) (laughs) no like i've seen a bit of a drop just in terms of people coming in but then then they we the regional stuff came out and we opened up registrations for regionals and that filled up in less than 72 hours and had a waiting list the size of the regular list so yeah it's it kind of came out of nowhere I think we've had a bunch of new people come in, and we've had some of the the older players kind of taking a back seat and not playing as often. Although they're still there. Like, you guys are playing Starfinder. Uh, We've got a bunch of people that are going through the Imperial Assault campaign, so I think people were just waiting for the FAC or regionals or something. Yeah. Yeah, Store Champ season was kind of brutal and exhausting this year. It just was not great. I mean, oh man, I I can say it was brutal and exhausting, but at the same time, I won one, which was like two thumbs up because now my squadron can't block me out. That's the other thing. I was part of a squad that was actively trying to box me out of store championships. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only let Stu take second and things. Yeah, yeah I, I'm the final boss of store championship season. <laughs> Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Oh, he's Every got 27 dresses. <laughs> oh, all right. So, so one last non-X-Wing question, Ryan. Sure. Uh, this is a, a point of contention for us. <laughs> we about a lot. Well, I, I'll back up. Uh, first off, Episode 8 comes out soon. What's your hype level for Episode 8 and the Star Wars movies coming after that? Um, I would say it equals my favorite character on Stranger Things, so about an 11 out of 10. <laughs> That's not nice. Nice. So, the thing we find about is Rogue One. Some of us okay. think it's... I, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But... It's not. Are we Are we looking... Are we, uh, okay. So, uh, I'm waiting for really, Hater's Corner to chime in over there. Sorry, I'm just cracking open another beer. We're just waiting for you to ask a question. You know what? This is... 
I get it because at the same time, like I work in the film industry, I work as an editor, and it's a really interesting conversation when you talk about Star Wars being good movies. Because if we're like judging by like entertain, like there's the difference between like a flick and like an entertaining film and like a good cinematic movie. And like personally, I would argue that none of the Star Wars movies are actually good cinematically, except Empire Strikes Back. And and stop it. Maybe the original. This is a we could debate about this for a while. But if we're talking Rogue One, ah, uh, it is a good movie. It is good, and I enjoyed it immensely. And I think it's my third favorite. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's just every time we have somebody from a different podcast on, it's always, yes, it's a good movie. That's because it's well, great. I'm it's sorry. It's a all good of movie. you are wrong. And I mean, if, you, if I can elaborate just like a, like a touch more. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Go for it. So <laughs> the reason being, even though the first and second acts are a little weak, that third act is so fucking cool. That yep. like and just so well done that I just like put my hands in the air like all right this is great like there are no Skywalkers like no Jedi like kind of the Force sort of as like a dumb plot I still think that like Chirrut was just lucky and it wasn't even the Force like it was just those he just didn't he die was, he was Mr. Magooing around yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean that makes the movie way fucking better <laughs> so I mean like. It was good. Maybe it was just nostalgia of seeing actual space dogfighting again and like maybe a couple other things. But for me, it was it was really good to see actual war in Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like seeing troops and infantry and all that stuff. It was well done. Really well done. So if you didn't like it, you're wrong. (laughs) It's a movie of set pieces and it has all those elements that you were talking about, but it it doesn't make you give a shit about any of it. I give a shit about everything in it. <laughs> and to go rewatch it with this Mr. Magoo mindset now. For yeah, sure. no, yeah, it might be better. Yeah, for real. If you watch the entire movie, like, Chirrut actually is just a really lucky motherfucker. It's way more funny. <laughs> he's also got, like, five <laughs> minutes he, of screen time. That he's got, yeah. like, a little bit of skill, but, like, it's just... He's just swinging around and happening to hit people. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it sounds better to me, actually. Yeah, it does. A little bit. I mean... I'm down with that. At least that would be some characterization, am I right? Hey-oh! Hey! No! Rifle Tower! God, we just have to go to another topic just so that we no, can actually progress. No, this is all I want for the episode. God damn it. No, because what you really want to talk about is the week. Right? Yo! I do. It's sweet. I mean, you're our resident Star Viper apologist slash proponent. Well, yeah, it was, but now that it's all cool, I don't like it. You're our Star Viper hipster. Hipster <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck that stupid shit. You were into it before, like people were good with it and shit. Yeah, now I'm just now I just suck at the game. It's not because I fly Star Vipers. <laughs> fuck FFG. You blew it again. Get start playing a bunch of Kimohilas. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Chemo Jyla. Is that not what we settled on? Yeah, Chemo Jyla. Chemo Dia? Yeah, I thought it was mm. the. I thought there was a D in there somewhere. I wish there was a quesadilla in our Which, mouth right now. Is it the quesadilla? It's, <laughs> it's filled with nacho cheese. Did were you guys the ones that said it just looks like a ship from Halo? Because that's I'm what like, everyone is saying. Yeah, uh, but we, we I'm did just say like that. behind that 100. percent Like that, I'm looking at this. It's like I'm waiting for Master Chief to jump out the back. Like, just usually, FF, like the. For some, whatever reason, there's been a really good, like, 
influx of ships that look Star Warsy, which is really hard to define. You're like, how does a ship look Star Warsy but not Star Trek or like other sci-fi? It looks it's like really it's hard to together. do. You it's, make it a gunboat and you just put that thing out. Starring. God damn it. <laughs> the gunboat's so good. I know. It's oh, not Starwing. Really good, but it's so good. Starwing, whatever. <laughs> no, don't listen to them. It's the gunboat forever. Um, God, I love how you are indulging him, where Scott just like patiently waits for him to stop. <laughs> All right, I, I will not derail this anymore. Let's talk about Bleak. So, so the reason we bring him up is uh, New Zealand and Nationals was won by King Thweek, which I don't think anyone expected. Was it one by Thweek, or was it one because Asajj is still really good? Well, I mean, Thweek was there. He at least it also know, had a he's, like, he's like the guy at the end of the bench that wins that gets like the Super Bowl ring or whatever. Hell's yeah, still on the team. <laughs> he contributed. Yeah. Hey man, sure. we're, we're going to nationals. I mean, a starbiper <laughs> that I mean, because it was ninety nine points, so he probably didn't always have initiative, but at least he had something going towards it. And I'm guessing he probably did. Yeah, which one does the PS shadowed? Is the condition that does yeah, PS? Uh, it's yeah, mimicked is where you steal their ability, yeah. and shadowed is where. So I'm you guessing want. he shadowed almost every game. I mean, that's what I would do. Mimicked is cute, right? But really, at the end of the day, like if you have that 99 point bid, like shadowed, that it's for 30 points, you are guaranteed the. Uh, and, you know, match whatever the other highest so the, on the board the is. So the same price as Gurry. You don't have a good pilot ability, but you get to be high PS it, as it a does, crazy barrel rolling. Uh, match adaptability or veteran instincts? Yes, because it does. Okay. Yeah, the pilot. Um, so so not adaptability, right? Yeah. Unless you yeah, place no, after them. Is, right. So Thweek is treated as having the pilot skill value uh, you had after setup. Yeah. Okay. So adaptability um, and VI. Well, VI always, but adaptability as well. I believe so, yes. So that, I mean, you're at 11, tweaks out an 11. And you mix that with this uh, this contracted scout with Trickshot, what, what? Yep. And, you know, Intel Bumpmaster. It's a really solid squad. I mean, we had some internal debate as to whether it should have just been Fen instead of Tweak. But, I mean, that Mark three barrel roll is awesome. Yep. The barrel roll is really sweet. You get a shield. Um, fire control system, and you have FCS, so you have a little bit more of like. I mean, you're not throwing five dice, right? Ever, but um, but but you know, uh, modified three dice versus potentially naked five with you know the mind link nerf and everything. I, I Paratani was never a big thing here. We didn't see just a whole lot of it. No, um, but this looks like it's just kind of a an evolution slash someone trying to prove a point with the Star Viper in that kind of mold. Or is it just proving the point that the Contracted Scout is still a crazy good ship? I, I mean, think it's proving two points. I think yeah. it's proving that both the Contracted Scout and Asajj are crazy good ships. Like, yeah. everybody yeah. who's <laughs> thinking about running competitively for regionals should be looking at Asajj. And it is a damn shame that she doesn't have engine upgrade on because that's so good. But even push lots, like, she's a she's such a pain to kill. Mm-hmm. And, you for know... Sure. Thweek is not the focal point of the list. If you're wasting time killing Thweek, then exactly, you know, like cool, you killed Thweek. At, then you've got a jump master and a Saj left. If you try to kill the jump master, cool, you killed my bump master. Woo! If you kill a Saj, you're gonna spend 
probably six rounds trying to do that, and then the whole time you're getting bumped and shot at by Thweek. And if you manage to kill Asajj and the Scout, you still have something that's the highest, definitely the highest PS on the board still, you know, got potentially the best repositioning in the whole game, like, on it. So yeah. it's, I mean, it's a solid squad all around, in my opinion. Wow, well, poor one out for Lieutenant Laurier. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fuck Lieutenant Laurier. <laughs> Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> He's got such cool art, though. He does. I, okay. I get well, it. next, <laughs> right, next, back. next store championship season when Lieutenant Laurier is the Altart prize. And Fell's Wrath. Yeah, there we Ooh. go. No, it'd have to be a rebel by then. Yeah. <laughs> rebel Fell's Wrath? Yeah. I'm waiting for my Kerr Canos Altart. Come on, <laughs> Shit. Yeah. What does uh, Kerr Canos do? Nothing. Uh, he doesn't, he's, he's not like, in the fucking game. It's in your binder. <laughs> I got binders full of Kirganos. I'm like God Mitt Romney. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, oh, what a reference. So that's, he, that's still a topical reference in yeah, this state. Yeah, it's Utah. Yeah. We, we're I super so. into him. Like, man, that was like, I get it, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do uh, here. No, yeah, he's like he still in the news this. like every other week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kirkanos is um, when attacking at range two to three, you may spend an evade token to add one hit to your roll. And that sounds like, pretty oh. good. And you're like, okay, that's great. And then you realize you look at his like upgrade bar, and he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have an EPT. Yeah. It's like motherfucker. <laughs> well, yeah, why would yeah. he have an EPT? He's not a rebel. That's true. It's not bad. like he's a member he's of the Imperial Guard. Is is interceptor wave one or wave two? Wave one. Kirkanos came out in Aces. Uh, oh, is he Aces? Yeah, yeah. he's in Aces. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, he was a fixed interceptor. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, like, could you imagine if a ship could just get four hits at range two? That'd be crazy. That would oh, be crazy. We don't want to put that in the game. And it yeah, it would like be like heavy laser cannon. conditions attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, fine. That ship doesn't have enough hit points to survive. So speaking of really good ships, we got another one coming out soon. Ooh, a ship pair. Before, before we talk about the ship pair, um, we don't need to spend long on it, but since Ryan is in one of the pictures and Eric is in one of the pictures, we should at least mention the system open, uh, right? Stu like, is in one of those today. pictures, too. Oh, yeah. Stu's, Stu's beer Stu. is in one of those pictures. That is Gage Deer. You can tell it's him. <laughs> I actually wanted to talk about this a little more than just a, a minute, if that's okay. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, I'm crazy hyped about this system open. Like, are you kidding? Well, there's like, one close to you. Well, I mean, okay, <laughs> valid. But, they, but if, no, no, no. But if you read the article, it says that there will be 15 of them, and they've only announced five. I think. Oh, I shit. In the article, it says, we don't the be. prize article, it says there are going to be 15. And I, think, like, you, I think you just outed all of us as not having read the entire thing. <laughs> it came out when I was at there. work. There only that list there. <laughs> so, yeah, I read... I read We're geez. pictures, not readers. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, am I in a picture? Wow. Uh, that's, no, like, that's, that's literally that's somebody part. sent me the link to that article. They're like, hey, your picture's in here. I was like, what? Like, that's how much I saw. That I didn't know there was another article on top of it. I was like, cool. <laughs> okay, well, I'm a little more interested now. <laughs> Yeah, so there are going to be a whole bunch more announced, I believe, like unless they I mean, it's FFG, so you can't believe everything that's in the article. But, you know, they said that there will be more locations. They said there'll be 15. So we only know five. So let's cross our fingers. And because I don't want to I mean, I'll go or I'll go to San Francisco. I don't give a shit. But if there's one like 
I'd like to go to one in Utah if there's one in Mormon land. Oh, no, <laughs> there, there won't be. Like, there won't be. Best hopes are like Denver or Vegas. Or yeah. Um, right. Do we think we'll get more than a week's notice on the announcement of one of these system yeah, I was going to say so, the next announcement will actually be two days the after is, the tournament. That convention kind of already announced it, though, because yeah. they have, had announced it forever ago. Yeah. And then everybody's like, wait, that, FFG? Hello? Just based on the interview that Chris Allen did with Cascade Games, I think that they're just trying to lock lock in locations and they're just waiting for the locations to confirm. It's just a big kind of clusterfuck, but I don't think it's anyone particular is to blame. They're just waiting for, you know, it's all that bureaucracy and shit. So I, I really, there will be a whole bunch more. We just have to wait and see. But other than that, like, I think they fucking nailed it with the system opens. Like, did you guys, do you guys know how it like works? Did you guys I, talk I, about that? I, I did read as far as the, like, uh, the advancement system or whatever. It's not a typical like Swiss system. The the different stages. Did they change yeah. it from the two day that they did last year? Yeah, it's way different. It's so cool. So the way it yeah, works is, so <laughs> just for the system open is it goes, everyone plays three rounds, and then everybody that has two wins moves on to round two, and then if you, then those people play three more rounds, and whoever has five wins out of those six games moves on to single elimination. So MLV doesn't matter. Just win, baby. Hmm. Like, hmm. that's it. And so, so then... So you after, can bring your big bases and not worry about half points as much yeah. if you can pull the win out. Correct. Absolutely. And the other thing is, like... So why I love this so much is it's not just about, like, that one event. One, they're doing hangar bays. And the way they're doing hangar bays are as, as soon as you have seven people that want to do hangar bay, you can do a pod. You don't. Oh. It doesn't have official start time. You can just do it. So if you know seven of your friends punk out and lose two games out of that first round, and you can't play anymore, you're like, well, let's go hangar bay, and you can get prizes there. And then they've got the hyperspace tournament, which is another six rounds that you can play that begin once single elimination happens. Oh, so okay. the way hyperspace works is uh, during that third stage of whatever the the standard uh, hyperspace is. Um, six rounds, and whoever goes undefeated in those six rounds gets an invitation to the Coruscant Invitational in October. And just for playing hyperspace, you get all the alt arts that you would normally get, almost all of them, except for, I think, the plastic, that you would get just for um, playing the standard. So really, prize support, like, you're getting a ton of prizes just for playing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. And then the other one last thing is, let's say you get to single elimination and you win like uh, a game or two, but then you lose or whatever. You can go. You can immediately go to hyperspace and you get two buys or two wins automatically just for winning two in the standard event. Huh. Okay. So if you go, if let's say you get two wins in that third phase, and then you lose one and you're knocked out of that tournament, but then you win four more games. In hyperspace, you still get an invitation to Coruscant. Huh. Well, hmm. shit, that's actually really cool. Yeah. And I wish I'd read the whole article before we started recording. Uh, I mean, it's really, we didn't really need fucking to. cool because that means that the Coruscant Invitational is going to be one of the most elite level talent in that to ever, you know, to ever play X-wing. Like it's going to be the tournament with the highest talent level that we've ever seen because it's well, guaranteed that whoever made it were undefeated in some way. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Well, should you make it, Ryan, we wish you luck, but I don't think that any of us need to worry about that. So 
Uh, yeah. You asshole. Whatever. I don't, we're think we're bring... gonna, I don't think I'm going to be able to go to any of them. Yeah, no. I mean, if well, one... I mean, I, we're waiting on more dates and locations. Ten I mean, more dates. I didn't know Ten that. More dates, they so. should add one to the LVO. The Las Vegas Open would desperately love a system open. They Ooh. should. Like, they really should. Vegas has great venues. Isn't isn't that doing uh, their regional, the Las Vegas Open? Uh, the regional's else? not Las Vegas Open this year. Oh. It's, uh, it's, it's in March, Las Vegas Open, or the... Yeah, the LVO is in uh, end of January. Uh-huh. I'm going to that Vegas regional, guys. Yeah, we're thinking about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. It'll be great. I might get my life back at some point and can think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you get your life nope. back in 17 and a half years. <laughs> well, I mean, I could, you know, luck out and be like D, who's got, I think, a teenager who plays X-Wing at least. I could, it might not be 17 years, but... <laughs> At the, based on our current sample size, that kid is never not going to be a piece of crap. For you to <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I won't even disagree. Damn it! Although I will save this, and uh, should we still hang out when he's older, I'm definitely going to play it for him. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, come on, I'll tell it to his face. And it's, you know, Jesus older. Christ. I'll be like, God, you were the worst as a baby. Holy Scott, shit. Scott, don't give a fuck. Yeah. And he's going to be like, yeah, no, my dad tells me all the time. <laughs> That's why I'm getting into sports and getting swole. Not like my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I should drink high alcohol content more. <laughs> yeah, we're recording here more often. What kind of a, like uh, hard liquors do you like? I'm gonna need another beer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got scotch in my cabinet. So. Uh, what? What? Why are we checking this three point two bullshit? Done, Scott. What have you done? <laughs> Destroy the podcast. This is a podcast, not a restaurant. Let's fucking do it. Oh god damn it. <laughs> I, I guess the only solution now is to just go into the shit pair, right? We uh, must. Yeah, now that our podcast is a shit pair. We'll go sit on the couch. <laughs> oh, God. All right, uh, so the shit pair. I mean, it's technically what? The Sheathapede class shuttle? The foreskin. Yeah. Yeah. Sheathapede. <laughs> Sheathapede. <laughs> What looks like as good as Rebels is. Yeah, it's true. You know what, though? The most recent episodes of Rebels have not been terrible. Oh, I'm only on episode three. Yeah, the first couple episodes were bad. It's all right, man. You're cute. (laughs) That first season is ass, but like. Season two is really good. I'll give you season two. Season two is pretty good. Season two is also very ass. In parts. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Because it's you a have, kids like, this... show. They've got filler episodes. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the show Their at all. So I'm like... assuming Ezra literally walks, like, convinces a guy to walk off a cliff and kill himself. That was pretty good. That was season like, three opener, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. He's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna be a Sith, and then they punked us, and he wasn't. And I was yeah, like, yeah, they punked sucks. us the whole fucking series. Yeah, my, my Ezra is Snoke theory is looking pretty weak right now. Yep. <laughs> it's. A, I mean, it's a. It's whatever. I'm just waiting for Kanan to eat it because they're not. Live. Dave Filoni is a fucking douche. He's not going to kill anybody. He's <laughs> no, like he's every time there's somebody should die. He's like, oh, they lived. 
So, I got. I'm wearing a fucking hat. It's true. The plot armor in that. Like, it, the, yeah. It, the, the plot armor in that show is so shit bear. The shit bear. So we have now all the pilots spoiled. Um, before we only knew Fenrau, but now we know PS1 is AP5. Well, I guess let's go over the, the, the basic of the ship. It's a two dice primary, uh, forward and back arcs, two agility, four hull, one shield, focus, target lock, coordinate. Uh, crew. Oh, so good. It has a crew, it has a astromech. And some of them have EPTs. And some of them have EPTs. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure this one has a mod slot too. Well, yeah, they all have <laughs> and technically, and they all also have title slots. Um, but we knew what the title was already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my fucking god! So, but now what we do know is that at PS One AP Five is fifteen points, and like the rest of these ships, has a wall of text for its pilot ability. Or some out for fake Alan Rickman. Oh, fake Alan Rickman. You're my hero. Um, oh, um, so also, the crates just pointed out on their podcast that there is a new card layout. If you compare this to, like, the old card layout from, like, any other wave, they've actually changed it so they have more room to write more text because Max God Brooks enjoys writing War and Peace. Yeah. yeah no That's shit. That's what this game needed. Is That's always fun in a game cards. is when you've got to read five paragraph essays to figure out what the pilot ability yep. is. All right. Well, everybody sing along. When you perform the coordinate <laughs> action, after you choose a friendly ship, and before it performs a free action, you may receive two stress tokens to remove one stress token from it. Yahtzee. That's not bad. Yahtzee. Uh, it's 15 <laughs> points. So it's the new contender for I stuck this on the ghost so that I get the ghost title. Except that you don't actually want that ghost title. I mean, I don't think you ever take this for that reason because that's not anywhere near... The coordinate is not anywhere near as good as a second shot. No. No. Well, I mean, it depends. So, yes, you're right. Absolutely. At the same time, I could see this being used on leaner ghosts that aren't bringing turrets to the fight. Hmm. So, like, you could just bring a Lothal... And this guy, you know, and, you know, maybe that's, Hera. That's 50 points right there, right? I don't think so. I'm not the little Rebel's 35, I think. Yeah, yeah the little falls 30. So I guess that's not lean. That's half your squad. But <laughs> it's lean but, for a ghost. Yeah. yeah. Like for a ghost, like that, I think it's, the, it's underrated being able to use coordinate at the start, uh, at end of activation. But yeah, it's, I, it's PS Infinite coordinate. I think that coordinate is gross. Like, it's good on Ahsoka, but, like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's as good as a second shot. Probably not. No, no. But, you know, I think there will be utility there. I think that there's, like, people are talking about Corrin with yeah. one of these things. Yeah. That if you can get the points for it, like, PS Infinite's Corrin is terrifying to me yeah it's corn so expensive you have very little room to do anything with your ghost Mm -hmm. is corn over 50 he can very easily like Like super dash corn is high 40s yep i play a lot of rebels so Mm -hmm. (laughs) right um well so here's the other question is that coordinate that much better than vi aaron kraken I mean, yes. you're not flying a Z. No. I don't know. My buddy's been flying VI Air and Kraken to really good effect out in DC. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty gross. Or, I mean, VI Ahsoka, essentially. Can I, can I mention what I think is the, the best part of this? I think, honestly, what is the best use of AP5 is just a cheaper stress hog like Braylon. 
Mm-hmm. I just you throw like R three A two on him, and like whatever. I don't give a shit. Like good to go. Like you'll be a stressing monster. R three A two and Gunner. Um, what is that? It'll be at twenty two points. You R3A2 put tactician or tactician. Yeah. Or tactician. Good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah tactician R three because he's got the front and back arc. Yep. Yeah. He's not as uh, durable as um. He won't be as durable as you know. Braylon, but he's significantly cheaper than yeah. both Braylon and the Stress Hog. And if people are wasting shots on him, it's basically a Biggs effect. It's like, cool, you killed 22 points, idiot. He's a good like, blocker, I, too. Oh, yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a decent blocker. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there may no be better in a like Because if you run into a list, like, I, I know their Dangaroo isn't a thing anymore, but like Dangaroo just did not give a shit about the Stress Hog. Like if you run into a list like that, that coordinate is going to be pretty good too. So it's like you don't have a quasi-wasted ship in a case like that because yeah. it seems to be that there are more and more things that just like, yeah, I give those shits that there's stress everywhere. So When you come against my double dashing note list. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> it'll be, it's always it'll be really dessy. interesting to see because you know, coordinate was normally behind the you know thirty point fortress point wall that was the Upsilon. Yeah, I'm really, really interested to see the utility that we'll get with this with this thing because coordinate is an incredibly strong action. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Like I can't, I can't even like describe like the the, the amount of things you'll be able to do with it. And there will be a like an S tier S rank tier one squad that involves this. She the beat and coordinate, figure it out at some point, I'm sure. I mean, it's 15 points for the most flexible enhanced sensors slash push the limit. So, that's not bad. I'm still flowed by the new layout with more text on there. Maybe this means fewer condition cards or something. No, no, it means that there's more text to argue over so that the fact that comes out five months after the ship comes out will be ah, that shit. much more desperate. Yeah, we throw shade on this podcast, so oh, feel free to jump God in. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we knew all the other pilots, so we don't need to go into the other pilots, right? What I thought it was interesting that Ezra is PS5 in this ship. Yeah, he's not better. PS4. Mm-hmm. But he's a little better at flying the she- his sheathapede. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's had some out. practice. He's gotten older. He, I mean, he very sucks with fucking um, jetpacks, but that's yeah. for the next wave of X-wing. Yeah. Um, oh, you mean when we just get an Ezra figure that we yeah, put on a that, stand? Yeah. Is that not a Legion thing? Will, you know that's coming to Legion, sir. You no, know that's coming to Legion. He literally flies into a TIE fighter in the second episode. Yeah, of defeats it. Yep. Anyway. So, so he's basically a shit now. All right. So we got to do, we did get to see a bunch of the upgrade cards. And one of them, so I have been so wanting Chopper as an actual droid that you equip to, in the droid slot. And Man, he sucks. He's not so terrible. I, no, he does not suck. You are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just like with Rogue One. He's pretty oh my good. God, you are so wrong. I can't even get. So Chopper's. I, yep. Go ahead. The, I had to rearrange in the show notes the artwork because I don't know if you guys noticed the, the story that it tells. I did talk about this on our podcast too. Um, the courier droid is going to send Maul a message, and then Chopper just straight up murders him. <laughs> <laughs> Chopper's all serial killer in the background of that courier droid art. 
And then in <laughs> Chopper's art, he's just ripping that bitch in half. Yeah. Um, I just picked my headphones back up and heard uh, Farmer Cohen or telling someone they were wrong. Uh, what, what are we wrong about? Uh, well, Stu says Chopper sucks. Um, <laughs> and fine. no, for one thing, Chopper is the best character on Rebels. Bar none. Absolutely. Um, no, question. no question. You'll get no argument yep. from me. Uh, but what he's pretty good at as a character, as a card, is as, as an characters. astromech. He's a one-point astromech, which is already pretty good. Uh, he has the action... Discard one other equipped upgrade card to recover one shield. So, real quick on this. Mm-hmm. Chopper's awesome because he just breaks the rules. It does not specify, and we'll probably have to get an FAQ for clarification, but as of right now, Yay. if I'm a judge, that means you can totally recover a shield greater than your current shield value. Oh, god damn it. Oh, god fuck. fuck damn that. it. That is not the case at all. That's some... God damn well, shit. Well, when no, the fact no, comes out in June, we'll find recover. out for sure. <laughs> so recover. I'm gonna, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a fun you know a fun second here. Um, <laughs> we, so you can put so let's say let's say you do this on you can take a TLT Y wing mm-hmm. with chopper on it, right? Yep. And you can give it guidance chips, bomb loadout, bomb loadout, extra munitions, ion bombs. And BTL A4 Y Wing. I hate this game. <laughs> so you can you can recover one, um, two, three, four, five. I think maybe six if you can ditch your extra munitions token. Yeah, yeah I think um, you can. You, so you six would, extra yeah. shields on that Y Wing mm-hmm. you can recover. Technically, the extra value. munitions card itself gets a copy a token of extra munitions. Right. Correct. That is correct. So. Like you can supercharge that that Y wing and okay yeah that's a really expensive Y wing I think that's twenty that comes out at twenty nine points twenty nine points and you're still a Y wing you might like yeah you get one extra shield around but you know okay, you're a Y wing that doesn't have half, its good let's take dial a half step back there let's just say you ditch extra munitions and the seismic and the bomb loadout for one point literally for or you keep the bomb loadout for yeah. literally just one more point for the first three rounds of combat you can get three more shields on that Y-Wing. Yep. Yep. That's 12 points of value for one point. Yeah, but there's never been any consistency in the language in FFG's cards, so I really don't or games think in general. this is recover beyond your shield value. I'm sure it's not what they intended, but I mean, a lot of the other but, stuff that says recover or like re get get a shield, it says up to your shield value. They almost all say up to your shield it's all, value. There's all a precedent for it. And like, really, absolutely. Chopper is jank. And, and I guess if they were going to break that precedent for a specific card, you know, like we said, Chopper breaks the rules. So mm-hmm. I just think you're and assuming I, that they're competent designers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also hilarious that if you have chopper and integrated astromech on like your T sixty or your T seventy or T sixty five, chopper's like, nah, I'm getting rid of that. I'm not leaving. The integrated astromech's leaving. Fuck this other guy. I'm not yep. going anywhere. Yep. <laughs> Can we talk about X wings yet? Are we there yet? No. no fuck X wings. Um, <laughs> Can we talk about the obsession Actually, for like one or two certain ships have to? have a thing in the fucking yeah. X-Wing world? Uh, we're a couple a cards note. from being able to talk about X-Wings again. Okay, but, so we um, can't talk about that. Not yet. Uh, we're going in order of the show notes, sir. And um, the next card is Courier Droid, which is a crew upgrade for zero points. 
And at the start of the place forces step, you may choose to treat your pilot skill value as zero or eight until the end of the step. First zero point crew uh, for Empire. They've never had a zero point crew. It's Moff Gerard's favorite new upgrade. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's also <laughs> not unique, so your decimator with Gerard and two courier droids. Oh, it's limited. It's though. limited. Oh, damn it! God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I have dreams Scott. of my ship, yeah. but only one per ship. Correct. Uh, the other cool thing about courier yeah. droid is, um, I love this. You can put them on old man Han, and. <laughs> So Old Man Han says that you can place him anywhere on the board, not range one to three of enemy ships. You put this in Old Man Han and set it to pilot skill zero. You <laughs> place first so there are no enemy ships on the board. You can place them wherever you damn well please. Oh, God. That's great. They definitely tested that. <laughs> well, I mean, it means they can set their ships up wherever they please as well. Yeah, just they just, to YOLO you. They just but, like, box you in at that point. <laughs> But still, it's like, all right, I'm placing this in your corner of the board, facing like whatever, and you either turn to face me or I'm going, I'm doing three forward and launching my cruise missiles at you. I don't give a shit. Oh, God. I like that's it. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, Courier Droid's cool. Yeah, it's also, you know, great bait for Chopper to shred up too. If you, if you want to take like an arc and put Chopper on the arc with a Courier Droid, like. You could be like, oh well, I'm I'm getting that shield. I mean, if you're running like something cheap, it's not great. It's not great efficiency, but no. it's still there. Uh, good on also um, if you're looking to run like AP five and just a cheap coordinate ship that's more durable. You can put chopper in the courier on AP five, and that's and the ghost two points. And, and the ghost two title. <laughs> or, sorry, the phantom two title and right. guidance chips. So you could ditch chips the title. Because I think that title is zero, right? Yeah, it's a dash, yeah. so it doesn't count. The missile yeah. or torpedo to have guidance chips? No. Nope. No. You just have it. Yeah, it's, so uh, chips, it's the, the Phantom fucking... 2 title, and the courier droid, and chopper. And you can get three more shields with AP5 um, nothing. right it's off the, the bat, making the... him a much more durable coordinate ship. Yep. What's the target lock one? That's the one that long you have range to have. Yeah, long range scanners. You have to have specific upgrades. Yep. Yeah, it's a torp and a missile, I think. Yeah, a torp and a missile. Does this make Redline better? No. That's all I care about. <laughs> I wish. The I next pack will actually nerf Redline again. Oh, somehow. Again? God damn it. Um, so, speaking of Brody getting pissed, uh, the next card is Maul. He's a three-point crew card. Uh, with the longest exclusionary text of, Scum only, ignore the restriction if your squad contains, quote, Ezra Bridger. It's so cool. Thank God we kept that fluff in the game. Ugh. <laughs> I'm just so happy that Rebels get more stuff that is intended for other factions. Right. Uh, We're not salty. We're no, drunk. No, re really, look at this card. This is intended for the Rebel faction. Yeah. I mean, is, is Maul even good? No. Like, I don't know. I don't when attacking, that. if you are not stressed, you may receive any number of stress tokens to reroll that many attack dice. After performing an attack that hits, you may remove one of your stress tokens. Yeah, he's attacking well, Zekas. Those are two separate clauses, though, and that's really important because he's yeah. got utility mm -hmm. in two ways, which mm -hmm. is yeah. important. You don't have to use his first part of his ability for the second part to trigger. Correct. Absolutely. Right. Well, so shit. I hadn't thought of that. No, yeah, so he's actually pretty good on a ship with crew and push the limit. Right, yeah, and, you know, a couple other things, like, 
let's say you're you know it's a stress heavy meta like this really good for that and like it's even better utility with, with the first part of the ability like if you if you really want to be getting those rerolls it helps you you take the stress get a reroll and then ditch it at the end and i like it even more on like a party bus type deal with like yep. bosk you're gonna or hit there long. you run you run mall with zuckus Mm-hmm. So you Zuckus to make them lose their reroll their dice, and then you hit them, and then you lose the stress for it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, on a party bus, you could then also put Inspiring Recruit on there, and absolutely, yeah, and you're good to go. All of that sounds like it'd be really good with Mangler Cannon. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> That's. Is there, is there? A, I guess you could put this on a fire spray. Is that the only thing you could put this on? That, and also Mango Cannon. No, Party Bus. No, party Bus. You can put it on Oh, there's party a cannon bus. slot on there. Of course there is a cannon yeah, slot yeah, on there. God Bosk. damn it. Bosk is great with Mangler Cannon, and yeah, you know that. That's right. That's I've flown that a lot. From. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the next card is actually not bad. Um, yeah, I, I actually really like this next card. Yeah, and actually it plays well on X-Wings. Um, I'm so excited. Flight Assist yes! Astromech. Yes! Their lives matter! Yep. Uh, it's a one-point astromech. Jesus Christ. And um, you cannot <laughs> attack ships outside your firing arc. After you execute a maneuver, if you did not overlap a ship or obstacle, and there are no enemy ships inside your firing arc at range 1 to 3, you may perform a free boost or barrel roll action. That's a mouthful. But so good. Oh, it, my God. So it yes. kind of makes everybody... Um, who's that... It kind of makes everybody snap, but sort of, also yeah. barrel roll. It's also like a cheaper R7 T1. Yes. Except, you know, without the target lock part. Uh-huh. It's, it's T65 training wheels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, making, it's making arcs matter. Like, not the ship arc, but like front arcs. Like, that's why I'm really excited. The thing that I have been like really down in the dumps about the game lately is that more and more and more, it seems like 80-degree arcs just don't matter. If you only have an 80-degree arc, you're playing wrong. Mm-hmm. And that sucks, because the reason I got into the game was because the game, when it's at its best, are dogfighting with arcs, in my opinion. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is so good on both high pilot skill and low pilot skill, like X-Wings, T-65s. Toss this on Wedge, suddenly like you're not going to be getting away from him. Toss this on a rookie, they'll be now they're really good blockers. Wes and, Jansen loves this guy. Oh, yeah, Wes, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, so happy uh, here's another question for me um, just looking at this okay so yeah you have to finish executing a maneuver so you can't like K turn and then do it but yeah okay Is well this- here's the thing though T-60- this works- T-70s can this works could. super well with a like you put this on a T-70 with prime thrusters or pattern analyzer Yep. like really awesome Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this basically Obi-Wan's mech? Because, you know, flying's for droids. Yeah, kind of. Oh, yeah, totally. He hates flying, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this card is, like, really good on X-Wings. Like, it's terrific on X-Wings. I bet it's also pretty good with Mangler Cannon. Thank God it's with X-Wings. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> is there even a... 
ship that has an astromech and a cannon slot? Not yet. Yeah, no, eventually. No. Eventually. Give yeah, it time. Sure. Give it time. There'll be a scum <laughs> one that doesn't have an astromech. But when but you put the title. rebel title on it, then it gets an astromech. Yep. There we go. Boom. Another, Goes the dynamite. Another, another thing that I'll say is I think the flight assist astromech is really underrated on uh, BTLA4 Y Wings. Yes. Yeah. With TLT. Uh-huh. So, like, you put, you can run, I think. Three of those with flight assist, and then Jess Pava. Jeez, that's pretty great. And that's Jess a squad. Pretty good. Yeah, and so Jess gets her rerolls, and then you've got these three Y wings that okay, they can't fire TLT out of their arc. I don't give a shit. Like I'm just jousting you and doing tons of damage and boosting her barrel rolling and, to actually yeah, and get boosting you an her arc. barrel rolling exactly. Are you Way more mobile. <laughs> um. I've been excited for uh, Intensity Flight Assist Wedge ever since this oh came out. God, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, that's really, yeah. I mean, if you were good, you'd play Luke. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> if only I was that good. If only. <laughs> this just mixes really well with Intensity. Um, yes. And I think, yeah, it's so good. And I, I think people underestimate how far a three bank boost will take you on the board. Um, decent. Yeah, and obviously it's going to... The other reason I really like it is because it's got skill baked into it. You have to be a good pilot to make the most out of this card because it doesn't work if there are ships in your firing arc. So it's yes. going to lead to some like slightly weirder maneuvers like that you have to think about. That's why it'll work really well on like rookies. Just like the X7 Delta, probably when your rookie's moving, you'll have full information when you're setting your dial onto where you can move and not have a ship in arc. But that's, again, one of the reasons I fell in love with this game is because there isn't that pre-measuring. You have to be able to eyeball and properly know where your arc will be. And, you know, turrets, they don't give a shit where their arc is. But with this, like, great, I'll do a one-bake, just miss, and then booster barrel roll, get in a range one, get a focus. It's awesome. I feel like... Now, I feel Scott, like, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like Push the Limit uh, Nian Nub T-70 pilot is yeah. going to be real fun with this. You move... Oh, you're not on my arc. Okay, boost. Now, now it's my action. Bitch. Focus target lock on the push of the limit to now Now that you're at range one or whatever, barrel roll to get into range one, push the limit off that. Now I don't have that stress and I get a focus. Or uh, wouldn't... Um, oh, wait, no, that's two astromechs. Never mind. I was going to say something about snap with stress swap, but that doesn't work. Nope. The most important question I have, and I don't have the article pulled up right now, how many of these come in the shit one. pair? God damn it! Yep. Yep. We have to buy Thanks, like eight FFG. of these. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. It's Scott, FFG. this is my star wing. God, it's their, really? It's their penny pinching, baby. Because it's never going to come out in any other pack ever again. Probably it's not. Penny pinching nope, so much as it is exploitative. <laughs> yeah. I don't. It's true. I didn't realize FFG became EA Games. Oh fuck! <laughs> we should yeah. get them on Reddit. <laughs> no, they have not gotten to the point of. Uh, Star Trek Attack Wing, where it was okay. You entered into this tournament. Here is a blind box. Uh, you build your list around this blind box and go. See, that sounds really fucking fun. Oh man, thank God that FFG didn't do the other thing that fucking Attack Wing did, where if you win a tournament, you get a one-use upgrade that only you can use oh, in yeah, another that's tournament. Bonkers. Yeah, that's an EA thing right there. Because uh, Attack Wing's bad and doesn't I have a know. sense of scale. Attack Wing's and... like X-Wing, but better. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you say what, D&D? Or... Oh, yeah, D&D is Attack Wing. Oh, yeah, no, the, the D&D, 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 D&D Attack Wing's pretty great. X-Wing, but better. 
Holy shit. That's how it was sold to Stew. Literally, the only thing that makes that attack wing has better than X wing are the bases because there are no nubs. No nubs, motherfuckers. Net nubs. Net nubs. God damn it. Um, okay. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us. <laughs> so, really quick, the, the Star Wing's coming out. Yep. The X-Wing got fixed. Not really, but it's... So just, now all we're going to hear about is Horton Somni and EPT, right? For the rest of They already fucked that up life. because they came out with an alt art of him that doesn't have an EPT. They could have fixed it right there. Would no, but really I'm saying... Killed them? Would it really, really have killed them to just put in the FAQ, like, add... Like, they took away stuff from the Jumpmaster. Just give Horton something. Yes, Horton it, would, it would have killed them. <laughs> <laughs> Horton You're hears right, a fact, and it's nothing good for him. Oh, oh my. damn it. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Do we just end the fucking show right there? Yep, cut it out. Talk about these other thingies. Oh, we have more? Yeah, we I have possible list ideas with new upgrades. Thank you, Mike. Oh, uh, yeah. Cheap Nora, VI, Flight Assist, Ray. That's that's a pretty budget Nora. Yeah. My my only issue with running Flight Assist on arcs is that they've they got have the that front and the arc. rear arc. Yeah. So it's it's harder to get it to work, but like, if you can, it's awesome. Yeah. Like that's a really like nice budget like Nora for mm-hmm. repositioning and everything. And uh, honestly, if you don't need to use it, that's fine. Like it, it means, means you, you have, have someone. Like it's totally okay. Yep. Um, Does it buff my Thane Kyrell list? Probably. Ooh, I love Thane Kyrell. List, uh, probably. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. That list was jank. Um, <laughs> so the obvious one, speaking of Horton as we were earlier, Horton Psalm with TLT, BTLA four, and flight assist. Yeah, come on. Yeah, word. Word. Yep. Horton now can barrel roller boost to get that double tap with full mods. Potentially. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Is he worth the points you still have to put into him? I don't know. Uh, how many points does that come out to? Like 32, maybe? It's like a Gurry plus two. Yeah. <laughs> do you measure X-Wing point costs in Gurries? I do now. I just decided to do that. <laughs> that's a pretty depressing... That's like the Greek economy. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, it counts Deep as an economy, but it's total garbage, and nobody actually pays any attention to it. Sorry to all our Grecian <laughs> listeners. God. I'll just have the Australians defend me. They've got my back. Right, guys? No. 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 Damn Depends it. on which ones you ask. Yeah. I regret telling you our listener statistics. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, Mike. Don't um, you regret recording this podcast with us? <laughs> I don't. <Not> usually. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't have a social um, life without you guys. We got some cheap slavers here. Cheap slavers. Uh, uh, so we got two slavers. One has Dengar, Forlom, and Courier Droid for oof. 33 points. That's oh, pretty God. good. You got yeah, another one. Same points, but it's Maul, Inspiring Recruit, Courier Droid. Uh, paired up with Fenrau with Push the Limit Auto Thrusters in title. So, I mean, you get to place the slavers later. FPS8. A yeah. lot closer to your placing Fenrau. Which can help a lot with those, you know, hard turnarounds that the uh, the Trandoshan slavers usually have. Yeah, to being able you, to put them get that opening joust. Who came up with this one? That was me. 
I yeah, just want to use my two slavers again. That's all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> getting to place them at PS8 is pretty cool. It's yeah. really nice because usually people want to kill. Like, if you're running a PS2 slaver, they're always like, cool, I'm going to go kill it. So it gives you like a little bit more leeway of like, oh, shit, I have to place before he puts down a slaver. Well, you can you can place it so it makes it a little harder for them to just like, oh, yeah. I'll just put it on the opposite corner and then oh, run behind it or something I'm bringing like back that. my Torkoal Muck slavers. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, I'm assuming this is you with Wedge Motherfuckers. Wedge Motherfuckers, yes! <laughs> is that a ship? So yeah, Wedge Motherfuckers. Um, I actually don't have anything for that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you yeah. have something so for that. Bell. Someone do something exciting. He doesn't have something for this. Hang on. 43, everybody. Scott doesn't have a shitty pun or anything to go with. Yay, we broke him. I mean, I think he made plenty beforehand. Yeah, what? no, I, I had some in the bank. Um, I've been living on the interest. Uh, Wedge Antilles. Fuck at, you so hard. Wedge Antilles with intensity, flight assist, astromech, and vector thrusters, just in case. Uh, Wufferaro with adaptability, Ezra, and Maul. Is that the dude on Hook? Yes. Um, and Wookiee <laughs> Liberator uh, with selflessness, breach specialist, and tactician. That seems like a fun list um, to never see. Fuck, I hate those Wookiee ships yeah. so badly. Yeah, I, I have yet to fly one of the Wookiee ships, but when I when I was coming up with this, I just started with Wedge. I was like, well, I should put Maul on something too, which means Ezra has to be there. Right. But, you know, two Wookiees, you know, just kind of going around doing their thing and Wedge actually getting to move a little bit, uh, mm. you know, messing with people going after him. It's probably not the worst thing you could put down. Well, I mean, the nice thing is, is that the crew combination of crew Ezra, crew Maul is pretty good. Because you can not have to be stressed, but then attack. Uh, I'll just reroll this die with Maul. Oh, now I'm stressed. Now all my eyeballs are crits, or one of my eyeballs is crit, or whatever the hell Ezra does. Also, crew Ezra, crew Maul is my new uh, Star Wars themed <laughs> Fast and Furious <laughs> movie. So crew Ezra, crew Maul. Can we talk about this? So we broke Scott and now everybody else turned into Scott? Is that what just fucking happened? You see, you broke the seal and it released the energies into the ether. And now uh, it's being absorbed into the air by other people. God damn it. Yeah, I know. Um... So yeah, Ryan, you just posted a list. Why don't you want to read that? Yeah, so I like um, that chopper Y-Wing I was talking about, that overcharged son of a bitch. Oof, uh, right. It's just a gold squadron with chopper, uh, bomb loadout, uh, guidance chips, and BTLA-4. And then Poe with intensity, RTD-2, Black 1, and auto thrusters, and Wes Janssen with uh, the um, flight assist astromech <laughs> and, and VI. And, I mean, that comes out at a swell 98. You can throw a tech on Poe if you really want to. And, you know, that is a really good counter to a lot of alpha striking because Wes is going to stra- uh, ditch a target lock. Poe's probably going to ditch a lock with Black 1, mm-hmm. and Wes is going to ditch a lock with his ability at PS11. And he's much more maneuverable now. And then you'll have that overcharged Y-Wing just causing havoc. You know, yeah, even, even if it's just Wedge and Wes that we see... Now with this flight assist astromech, you know that's that's something you know to help the T sixty five get on the table. The oh yeah, thing, for sure. I oh, like yeah. the, the auto thrusters and uh, Wes has integrated, 
So like, this is such a good bot for integrated. Like, it's the best probably one point astromech you can take now, other than you know, unless there's a specific reason you want R two astromech like on PTL snap or something. Yeah. I really like BTLA four title with chopper because like. You're having trouble getting your Y ring turned around. You're just like, oh well, I I could use a shield now. So now I'll yeah, shoot you. Yeah, it's so good. Like that's Rick. That's and you get like the initial joust where you're hitting harder, and then, oh uh, well, now you're not an arc anymore. Get rid of it. So it's you guys- so good for that initial joust because mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. You you might if they fire at you, you might lose a shield or whatever, and then you ditch it and get that back. Like it's a it's a win win. Yep. Okay. To be fair. We can't claim like being clever on this. FFG pointed that shit out yeah. to us, right? Oh, yeah. did so they? they? Totally did in the yeah. article. So it's probably a mistake then, right? Based on sure. Well, they did get FFG. the barrel roll wrong in the article, so <laughs> yeah. Did um, FFG say that you could overcharge your shield value? Because that's probably the mistake. No. Um, You're so mad. They implied it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, do you guys remember when we were doing the random ship? Uh, the random lists. We need to do that again. That was the best. So this Y wing right looks now? like one That's of my those. Favorite thing. You yeah. don't even know. Yeah, we did a random- league where you had to show up with the random lists. Yeah, we assigned you a random list like at like two days beforehand. Yeah, it was awesome. But oh, single this- ship mine link, dace bone arm with no turret. Uh, like that. Ooh, uh, should I talk about my amazing list? Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, Brandon, I love that game. It was really fun. <laughs> but yeah, that Y-Wing seems like something that you got out of the random yeah, simulator. It's like, totally. it's bomb let out with no bombs and oh. BTLA and yeah. guns chips. I think this is a Y-Wing you're happy with in that because you're yeah. just like, yeah, bomb load doesn't cost any points that are just wasted and uh, guidance, guidance chips doesn't waste any yeah. points. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Fabs is going to be spitting out broken lists now. Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> this chopper droid. <laughs> no, because it's going to equip, like, it's not going to equip Chopper 2. It's going to equip, you know, other garbage asters. R2D2. Yeah, R2D2 <laughs> to your bomb loadout guidance chips title Y Wing with no turret. Um, yeah. Hey, so Brody, where can we find us on our social media? Oh, I would love to talk about that. Check us out, facebook.com slash 3.2 company, and Twitter at 3.2 company, Instagram kind of at 3.2 company, <laughs> our website 3.2 company.com. All of those, you spell out the point, P-O-I-N-T. Did I spell it right this time? Probably. Nailed it. Hopefully. <laughs> Winning. Also email. Oh, I love I love your C-3PO chugging yeah oh yeah uh, uh, yeah so hey, well, like a special meaning to our local area that i didn't know about until like episode seven. Oh yeah are you serious yeah okay you've um, not seen the giant statues on the tops of buildings i'm not i don't pay attention to that shit i'm okay. not from here <laughs> yeah, that's true. anyways um if you think our logo is cool then check out our art director, Heather Mahler. You can find her on Twitter at Heather Lime, on Instagram at Heather Mahler88, and on Facebook at Heather Mahler Art. God, he's just just nailing it now. It's amazing. He now. got enough crap early on about yeah, that. Yeah, you guys broke me early on because I didn't know my own girlfriend's social media tags. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Stu, how yeah. about our Patreon, though? You can check us out on Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash 3.2company. 
And special shout-outs to our that guy in the bar. We have multiples. We have Caleb Flanagan and Dylan Smith. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. We also have a limited tier um, for, for the time being, $5 for the Thursday night special. You can get the last few of our Intermountain Cup quick draws that we had commissioned by X-Wing TMG Photography. Follow him on Instagram. They are awesome. They were made with real X-Wing ships, but they look photorealistic like a dogfight going on. Uh, you can they find look great. You can find more of our swag on 3.2company.com slash store, or you can just go to 3.2company.com, click the store tab. And we have uh, alternate art uh, Duchess by Heather Mahler. Those are, I believe, $3. You can also get yep. our alternative dial fidget spinners. Spin these, not dials. Hashtag never forgive. Never forgive. <laughs> As long as it's not malicious, you're good to go. I'm yeah. um, pretty sure those are eight, <laughs> and you can get Christ. both as a bundle for ten, and uh, that includes domestic shipping, including Canada. Hey, Canada, we love you. That's right. Um, and we've got our first bounty here at 3.2 Company. I like what Thweek did in New Zealand so much bounty. that I want you to prove that you can do the same thing. Send us proof to our email address or Facebook or wherever Should of you winning a store uh, kit tournament with Thweek, and you're going to get some fat loot from us. Can you spell Thweek. that fat loot for me? Uh, P-H-A-T-L-O-O-T-Z. Okay, good. Just is, it, is that not correct? I think I, so. I don't know. I don't know. That is um, the proper spelling. Ryan, yes. tell us where we can find you and all of your amazing stuff. So uh, you can check us out at um, on Facebook. Uh, look, search groups for uh, Minox Squadron podcast. We got a really big community. So like, if you have any questions or want someone to critique your build or have something going on there or just want to yell at D for complaining too much, <laughs> we can do that. But <laughs> well, he really does. Yeah, we really got a big going on there. Um, <laughs> if you want to check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com, uh, Minox, uh, patreon.com slash Minox Podcast. Uh, we just kind of changed to monthly format. We're giving out uh, a bunch of acrylics. It's pretty cool. Um, and just minoxpodcast.libsyn.com. If you want to listen, we're on iTunes. We're on basically anywhere you can listen to podcasts. That's where we are. Um, yeah, I... Um, definitely we'll give you guys a shout out again on our podcast. I didn't want to spoil my, you know, me being on on our last one, but on our Ooh. next one I will for sure give you guys a plug because you guys are great. Like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, really we're professionals for sure. We know how to work and, our own uh, equipment. <laughs> I hope our listeners go to your Patreon, poke around, and then go to ours and just get sad and tell us what we should do better. Uh, no, you, honestly, you no, I, it no, it's like... We, I mean, we have 96 episodes, so we had a little bit of a head start on, like, but honestly, it just comes down to, like, we're not even, like, people were kind of bitching at us, being like, you're making all this money, like, make your podcast better, and I'm like, I haven't seen a cent of this Patreon money, not a dime, like, all of our money has gone to, like, <laughs> doing other things to, like, make the podcast better, and, like, give cool shit to people, so, like, at the end of the day... Like I, I've got such an amazing amount of respect for anybody that does podcasting. There's so many amazing podcasts out there. Like, it's hard for me to listen to them all, but like, I listen to you guys. I listen to you know OCX and the Crates and Scum and Villainy and the Barons and man, there's so many. Like, I can't even keep track of all of them. Propaganda and um, 
I can't even. I can't even. Yeah, there, you're gonna leave one out, so just say all of them. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot. All of them. There's so many. I mean, and they're, they're all really cool. We're big fans of and, Evergreen, uh, TCX. Right. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I, I always feel bad when I start naming them. Scum and villainy. Can't yeah. forget scum and villainy. He, he said scum and villainy. Okay. Too, good. Um. And actually, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pledge to your Patreon right now. Oh hell yeah! Oh shit! Oh Get that quick draw card. The quick That's draw card happening. is really I'm, good. I am pledging to your Patreon. It's happening, yeah, and you can't sweet. stop me. Be cool, like Ryan Farmer. Hell yeah! Pledge yeah. to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make the that fuck out of some like blurbs now. Promotion we could ever do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, before we go, we do also want to say a special thank you to Jed James, our uh, producer, former producer, for helping us get the show off the ground. We could not have done it without him. Cheers, Jed James. Uh, thanks for everything. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. 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 Go with it. That's so good. That one didn't have Obi Wan. Fuck Obi Wan. It's the same file. (laughs) I think. Did you adjust the levels halfway through? What the the fuck are you four doing? Uh, Let's just go with it. Not doing fucking anything. We can add that in the beginning. Yeah. Whatever. Let's move along. Are we done? Is that it? We we clinking for real? Get out of the freezing spidery garage and go into my house now. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, you have to sleep there. Shit. Yes. (laughs) It is decided.